Hello, everyone, and welcome to MJ's podcast. Today, I will be reading a couple of scriptures just because I can, and it's fun. So stay tuned if you want to. If you don't, that's fine. You can always leave. Okay, so I guess we're just going to get into it then. Okay. This is a good scripture, especially for this time. It's also a very confusing one. Because it says, Titus 3.1, Remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready to do whatever is good. Now let me explain that a little bit. So, yes, there are times where you have to fight back. What I mean is, like, if people are trying to take away all of your freedoms. Yes, of course. That is, it's human nature to fight back. That's what our country was built on you know, independence, freedom. And so, you know, there are times, but in, like, our government, for example, how there are people rebelling against it and not listening just because they don't want to. They have no real reason to actually resist the government right now. Because, you know, for the most part, we're free. But you got people telling us we're not free because what they want to do is hide under the guise of freedom. But even still, we have to respect them and listen to them. Another scripture, I forget exactly where it comes from, but I'll have to look it up again. But it says, bless those who persecute you. So... What that means is there are a lot of people, and persecution does not necessarily mean death. It just means, like, if you're persecuting someone, you're harassing them, you're belittling them, you're tearing them down and destroying them. And sometimes it literally means to hunt people down. Um, and so, people, Christians get persecuted all the time. They get shut down, they get arrested, they get tortured, all kinds of stuff. But at the same time, is this okay? No, it's not. But at the same time, there are times that we are not called to wrath and that we have to leave that to God. And that's why he says, bless those who persecute you. Now, he usually means like, you know, if somebody's making fun of you, you're not just going to go stab them, you know? Common sense. (laughs) Also, because that would affect you listening to the people who rule you, which say not to stab people. (laughs) But anyway, I just figured that one was a good one for this time. I'm an amateur, too, so don't expect a a grade A college, you know, description. I'm still learning, too. Another one. Let's see. Okay, let's go to... Luke 9, 24, 25. This one is a hard one for Christians a lot. And when I read it, I understood why. This also goes into the topic of Jesus telling us to pick up our crosses and follow him. So in Luke 9, 24 through 25 says this. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? So basically what he's saying there is, you know, you, you're only going to have eternal life through him. And, you know, if you're living of this world, 
You're giving up your soul for the world. You're letting the world be your friend and God be your judge when you should be letting God be your friend and the world be your judge. Because the world may take away your mortal being, but they can't take away your spirit. They can't take away your soul. And in the end, that's what's going to matter. Your soul. And as Christians, we have to be willing to ultimately die for Jesus because he died for us. And God's not saying, oh, you just, you have to go be stupid and, you know, tell somebody to shoot you. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about is in a time of persecution. Don't be afraid to stand up for Jesus, even if that means a death. Especially in Revelations when it talks about the mark of the beast. We have to say no. And people are going to get tortured and people are going to die. But we still have to say no. Why? Because that's a part of picking up our cross. A true Christian will give their life for Jesus. Because he paid the price for us. And when that time comes, it's time for us to give it back. And so, you know, there's nothing you can do to earn God's love except living for him. That's it. And that's not really earning his love. He still loves you anyway, but that's living for God. Is, you know, you're, it's a part of your ticket to heaven, you know. It's not something you, you don't do it and then be like, oh, look what I did and get into heaven because it's not how it works. It has to be out of the goodness of your heart. You can't just do it expecting heaven because it doesn't work like that. That's just a part of the things, you know. If that's a good explanation for you. The last scripture I will be reading is Psalm 34, 17. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears them and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the heartbroken and saves the crushed in spirit. So, that's a tricky one too, right? Because we, you know, expect things to be done a certain way and in another scripture john 14 27 it talks about you know how he helps you he does not give you things in the world in the way the world gives you is what he's saying in that scripture what he's saying in psalm 34 or psalm 34 is that followers in christ people who are righteous or people who are good when they cry for help god will be there now as human beings we tend to see things through a, a one-way window because we're like oh well you didn't do it like this so obviously god doesn't care no that's not it at all you have to also realize were those people actually really living for god or were they really just trying to get saved from their turmoil so they can just ignore him later because even in the in the book of revelations it says not everybody that cries lord lord will be saved because in the end, everybody will see him and they will know that he's real. But just because they're calling out to him does not mean they're doing it because they want to serve him. They're doing it because they don't want to face the punishments that they've been racking up for themselves. And I know that sounds terrible. And, you know, the, the road to heaven is narrow, if you will find it. But the road to hell is broad. I said that a little backwards, but the road to hell is broad. And many are on it, but the road to heaven is narrow, and few will find it. And, you know, 
as Christians, we're supposed to go out and save people and minister to people and stuff like that. And I know right now, because COVID is really hard to do so. But we have outlets such as social media. And I know that's also hard because people try to censor us and stuff for having our own opinions. That's the life of a Christian. We prevail. And we have to remember that our job is not to insult people. It's not to force people to believe in Jesus. It's to be there for people when they need it. And, you know, just because you preach to a crowd of people and, oh, it seems like nobody's listening to you. I guarantee you people are listening. There are people out there that are listening, but they're too scared to do anything or say anything because they don't want to lose friends. They don't want to, they don't want to be treated terribly. And it's so sad to know that that's what our world has gotten to. There are people out there who want to know more about Jesus, but are too scared to because of what other people will think of them or how they'll get treated. That's sick and it's terrible, but it happens all the time. That's why anyone who's truly on fire for Jesus will not be afraid to admit they they love Jesus and that they're a Christian. Does being a Christian make you perfect? <laughs> no, it doesn't. I don't know who told people that lie. Because it does not. And you know, there's no way you, can, you can't you can buy your way into heaven. You can't earn your way into heaven. We're not good enough. We all fall short of the glory. So that's why Jesus was sent down. He was sent down to save us. That we may be forgiven and that our sins will be wiped clean. And so sometimes... Excuse me one minute. Ooh, every time I try to talk about scripture, I feel like something's trying to bind my tongue. I won't let it. Fear no evil. I've got God on my side. (laughs) But anyway, so Jesus sent, or God sent Jesus down here to save us because he is the ultimate salvation. As it says in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No one comes to the Father but through me, which means you have to accept with your mouth and with your heart that Jesus Christ is our Savior, or is your Savior. Because without that, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. And there, there's some, like, you know, people out there teaching that, oh, you don't need to be saved to go to heaven, but you do. It's there. And as it says in the Bible, what once was, it will be. So if you had to be saved by Jesus before, you still have to be saved by Jesus. You know? So you can't just not be saved by Jesus because, oh, well, the Bible's so old. It doesn't matter. The Bible is not outdated. None of it is outdated. Every single portion of the Bible is relevant because the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed and the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. So it's still relevant. It's the same thing, just from different people's perspectives. That's literally it. The Bible had 60 authors, I think, or 60 books and 44 authors. I'll have to fact check that. And that's a lot of people. (laughs) And uh, it was from three different continents and three different places. You know, around the same time and at different times. So, yeah, it's not outdated. And there's, 
It comes from different places. It's not the same place. And so that's another thing. If someone comes at you telling you, oh, you can't say this because it's outdated. Well, think about it like this. If you look at it from that perspective, you have to look at history from the same perspective. That means all history, including black history, gay pride history, all this other history is outdated because it's history, right? It's in the past. So technically it doesn't matter, right? No, they won't have that same energy. Why? Because it's not about it being outdated. They just want an excuse to validate their behaviors. And you can't do that. There are no excuses for sin. The wages of sin are death. I'm not saying anything bad about black people. I'm not saying bad about gay pride. I'm not saying anything like that. If you're a true Christian, you don't hate anybody. You hate the sin, not the sinner. And as far as, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter thing, the only people that I'm concerned with are the ones that are going and destroying stuff. I don't hate them. I hate what they're doing because it's terrible and it's destroying our country. And those who are actually trying to fight for equality or, you know, for fairness, you know, and all that, fine. But for those who are under the guise of that, who just want to destroy stuff, that's not okay. At all. There's no excuse for that. And, you know, I have nothing, I'm not, I'm not I have friends that are gay. And I don't hate on them, but I'm not about to, you know, support what they're doing. I can't. I cannot support it. I can be their friend, I can be there for them, but I cannot support or encourage their relationship or anything like that. But I can be there for them if they need someone. Because that's just how God works. And I'm so sick of people, you know, saying, well, I can't hang around people like that because they're not like me. Well, you know, if they're going to pride marches and stuff like that, I can see that. But if they're just, you know sitting at home and you're friends with them, go hang out with them, you know? You don't have to agree. But God wants us to love people. And the true, a way to know somebody truly cares about somebody else is if they can put aside all their disagreements and just come together like people. And you know, that's just how it is. You don't necessarily have to agree with that person. You don't have to support what they're doing. As long as they're not murdering nobody. A psychopath or something like that then you know whatever and uh just stand up for what you believe and if even if it's your friend or not they're insulting your religion you stand up for it don't insult them but stand up for what you believe in and uh one more note i want to leave always be fair and kind to people i uh i had a comment I made on a YouTube video. It was a Christian hip-hop artist, Lecrae. He was actually saved by God, you know, and he sings for God now. He sings, you know, Christian music now and everything. And someone told me that I can't sing that in church because I was talking about how I sang it at an open mic night, you know, like I sang it at church. And it, it really spoke to people because it, it, it's a good song. There's no bad words in it. It's not like extensive rap. It's just, it's like light rap. You know what I mean? And so someone told me, well, that kind of music doesn't belong in church. And I'm like, Christian hip hop does not belong in church. Explain. And, you know, I said, it's a Christian hip hop song in an open mic night. 
you know, they're like, yeah, but, you know, other people can't, you know, sing it, so it shouldn't be in church. And I kept emphasizing the point that it was an open mic night because open mic nights are for people of all talents. It doesn't have to just be on the microphone. It could be music and you dance to it and something like that. But the point is you're letting everyone express their genres, their talents, as long as it's giving glory to God, you know, right? Not glory, but I mean, well, glory, but in praise, you know, stuff like that. Uh, you're exalting God, right? So you're praising him and worshiping him. As long as you're doing that, it's fine. So, and God does not care what music you listen to as long as it's not saying F this, F that, you know. If it's, if it's something that speaks to someone and is bringing you toward God, then that's good. That's, that's, there's nothing wrong with it being a church. And the, the point they were trying to say is like, well, not everybody understands it. Well, you could say the same thing about scripture. Not everybody understands a certain scripture at a certain time because they're not meant to. Just like certain songs speak to different people. So even though somebody might be like, oh, well, I don't understand the rap, whatever. There's somebody that does. And that song was meant for them. It's, it's not supposed to be meant for everybody. God doesn't always work like that. Sometimes God will use somebody's talents or someone like music that I like to touch somebody else. Like he used music to save me. And it wasn't just music, it was a sermon too, but I mean, you know, music brought me closer to God. Being myself, being, you know, able to be me brought me closer to God because I finally found someone who accepts me for me and never judges me for anything. You know, I've messed up and I do stupid stuff and I mess up all the time and I get down because I always feel like I'm not good enough, but I have to remember that there's one person one being in the universe, because God's not a person, but he's a, he's a higher being in the universe. He's the highest being in the universe that cares about me. Someone who's so powerful enough, he doesn't have to care, but he does. And he loves me for me. And that is one of the most powerful things on this planet is love and all unconditional love, a love that never fails. Love never fails. So if it fails, it's not love. I'm not saying love is perfect. Only God's love is perfect. But love that fails isn't love. Because true love will persist through everything. Through the pain, through the anger, through the sadness, through the troubles. And I just want to leave with this. Remember, God loves you. I love you. I don't have to know you, but as a child of God, we're called to love everybody. And I hope this wasn't too confusing for you because <laughs> I'm, I'm still young and I'm trying and I'm learning. But I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you did, please make sure to share. Because somebody else might need to hear it. And remember, uh, always pray. <laughs> always love others. And be kind. Peace out.